You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source. The key of imagination. Your admission. Access to the enlightened dimension. A gateway at the junction of darkness and light. The place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux. Only to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may come. Testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ebb and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Eben Britton. We've got a hell of a guest for you guys today. One of my ex-NFL brothers turned master yogi, healer, spiritual guide, my brother Grant Matos. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, Eben, thank you for all those accolades. I, I, would, <laughs> I appreciate you. And I appreciate being on here and uh, just being able to communicate um, on, a, on various topics, but um, topics that aren't the normal as far as conversations go in this day and this age. So yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. I'm stoked to, to have you on here. Um, you, you, before I started recording, you asked me a, a pretty... Yeah poignant question about how am I holding up in all of this and uh, I mean I'm definitely curious to hear your thoughts and uh, and your experience but for me man I'm I'm I am doing everything I can to stay in the light Um, you know Mm -hmm. this is this is really some of the most difficult and challenging work of my entire life this oh, yeah. this deep emotional work i'm i'm in the midst of through this coronavirus and all of these government sanctioned guidelines mm. that seem to keep coming out of nowhere and keep you know trying to put more and more restrictions on us um you know I've had, I, I was talking on, a, on another podcast yesterday, I've had three major things continue to come up for me in this quarantine time. And those three yeah. things are fear for me, whether I feel fear, I experience fear, or I see someone else in fear, which to me, the masks have become a symbol of fear. And so walking around as an empath and looking at all these people uh, in a visible uh, projection of their own fear, I feel a lot of rage. The next emotion that comes up for me after fear is anger and rage. And because I want to do something, I want to get into action, I want to start protecting, I want to fight my way out of it. Yep. So then another thing that comes up for me is I have a deep seated repulsion of authority figures. Oh man. That must come across every former athlete though, because I I feel, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean that, you know, and I I take that back to my football playing days and, you know, my experience with coaches and, 
really throughout my childhood, you know, I, even uh-huh. like back into elementary school, I remember having just issues with people telling me what to do or how to do things or how to be, et cetera, you know, and yeah. spiritually, spiritually speaking, you know, we should all be repulsed by any authority figure who thinks that they have dominion over our lives as individuals, you know, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. and, and this is something that I think a lot of us have taken for granted, you know, through our Western conditioning. Mm. And so, Mm -hmm. so repulsion of authority figures, that's a big one. I'm in, I'm in, I'm just in constant, you know, grappling with letting go of it, understanding where it comes from, uh, Mm -hmm. unwinding myself from that. And then the last thing is, you know, I have this deep seated need to save everyone. You know, I want to save the world. I want, I want to protect everybody. And the truth of the matter there is there's no saving anyone. Anyone. (laughs) Do you know what's interesting about that is what you just said last night, I was talking with a good friend of mine um, who was um, expressing this, this same thing. He said about the anxiety, the crippling anxiety that he has. I said, where do you think that comes from? And he goes, he took a deep breath first and he goes, he goes for me, he goes, it's a, an issue of um, self-confidence. Mm. And, and he relayed that. So in his entire life, you know, major music producers had the successes outside looking in where people go like, ah, oh, you've got it all, you've got it all. Meanwhile, he's, going, he's still viewing himself as, you know, a, a, a fat nine-year-old kid. Yeah. And his whole life, the majority of his life, he says, has been filled with wanting to do for others, lift others up, help other people, and he's like, and and make other people successful. And and he realizes now that it's for him. He's like, I haven't, I haven't even taken care of myself. Yeah. That whole time. It's so it, it, powerful. It, it, yeah. The 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 courage though to actually have that realization, because as you know, the majority of people will just shut off, right? It's never me. It's always outside. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I mean, what a, what a realization and to come to. I mean, yeah. all of those that you've been doing the work, that's courage. For me, that's courage is doing that work and saying, here's what I'm aware of and then diving into it. Yeah. What have you been experiencing, man? What have you... Oh. <laughs> what's your feeling like where are you at with all of this well so i've i've got a pretty it's there's multiples right there is the i i'm i've gotten really good at um catching myself and noticing when the anxiety the fear and the worry and all that those those the negativity spirals start yeah and i can identify yeah. them really quickly now and understand that you when I'm experiencing them, I'm either somewhere in the future trying to figure out something that's impossible to figure out that my, my limited conscious mind is saying, bro, we got to figure this out. Dude, um, how are you going to pay rent in the next three months once the UI runs out? Dude, what's the next step? And catching myself going like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Like reeling it back in and, and practicing staying present because without that, 
it's that loop of spiral or that spiral of fear and the thoughts like thoughts attracting like thoughts and that's been work now for the last couple of years uh three years now of like really hardcore focus on okay let's have an open dialogue with my conscious mind um let's untangle all the beliefs that i don't necessarily believe in anymore from a subconscious standpoint and let's actually say and communicate with the subconscious what i actually believe or, or new beliefs that i want to have about myself about my life um so in this hyper situation it just it's not that it doesn't come up right like morning walks of course the fear is going to come up right yeah now now i'm in a position to instead of react because i i still do react um in the moment it is filled with the anger and the rage that you speak you spoke of just a moment ago right that still comes up and if i don't have an outlet or a tool to use like as you know that will continue to stay built up stay built up so knowing when it comes up and then using that tool right in the moment instead of waiting has been a really helpful um thing throughout this whole time um and then you you know <laughs> you know well having you know a daughter yourself and um, yeah. your wife and it's a similar situation over here i have to be present the majority of the time but yeah. not there right so that that plays into a big role in it big time dude having kids it's you know that for me is the biggest challenge you know is yeah. just getting out of this fear spiral of what her life is going to be like and what, you know, all of this means for her and, you know, right, keeping her right. safe and all of that, you know, that's, that's more sensitive to me than, you know, cause I, I can sort of manage the things about me. Yeah. Yeah. But once I get into that, so then it becomes this practice, like you said, of just, let's just be present with our children, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Let me be present with my daughter and make sure that she feels, you know, my presence of mind and my energy is with her. Oh, you know, you, you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it right there. Because what, what we're all really talking about, all the work, all the, the esoteric work, all of the the Eastern philosophies, all of the, the philosophies from anywhere all over the world is literally talking just about energy, right? Energy work, vibrational work. Your daughter, my daughter can feel, you can feel these things when you walk into a room, oh, daddy must be feeling this way, daddy must be feeling that way, or your yeah. partner even must, right? Like, so I wanted to figure out years ago, how do I keep my vibrational frequency at a level um, that's high and constant? Yeah. You know what I mean? How do yeah. I do that? And not only that, how do I keep my energy levels from this body standpoint, this physical standpoint, how do I keep that energy level so it doesn't dip in and out, right? How do I keep it steady, steady, steady? And you know, I mean, that's all about majority-wise about what the fuck is put inside of our body. Yeah. Right? Just very simple. But we, but, but, but again, the access to, um, you know, what's, what's considered normal to eat, what's considered not normal. And, you know, Billy Carson made a really good point. I, I love, by the way, that, that episode. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, he's sure we'll the man. Some topic. He's the man, but he, he said something, he started talking about, you know, entanglement, um, the law of entanglement. And he's like, just think of it. You're introducing another DNA form into your body. That DNA is going to entangle with yours. Yeah. Right? As far as the meat is 
far as a meat eating meat. And I'm not, I'm not pro you should do this and shouldn't do that. People are going to do what they're going to do. I just know from an energetic standpoint mm -hmm. that when I consume more plant-based stuff, I have energy for days, mm. you know? So it's, it's a, it's a pretty, and it's not to say that I won't have consumed meat products, but the more that I investigate and, 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 and research on, well, why is there three meals a day? Why is that always the status yeah. quo? Why, you know, the whole, the whole pyramid of food that, that we've just been spoon fed all of our lives, why is that the normal? We really started asking more questions of why? Like, where did this come from? Yeah. Who, who made it so that all of us are like just robots now, like three meals a day, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that's where, you know, Billy Carson, following his work, all the research he's done into just not, you know, being raised Catholic and, and, and now having the understanding and doing the research of like, well, this couldn't possibly have started here. And, you know, text just being pasted together um, from ancient text, right? And yeah. All of these things questioning, okay, so the beginning of humanity, our species at least, like, okay, so how did we get here? What yeah. are we doing? How did we get to this place in this moment right now? I mean, we're seeing right now how backwards and upside down this whole system is as far as government-wise, yeah. right? Yeah, in it's all being issues. revealed. It's all being revealed in this moment right now. And like, I, I, I bring up his name again, but Billy said, dude, if everyone, the majority of people said, I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm not buying gas for a week. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, there's, but there's fear involved with that, right? Yeah. There's yeah. massive fear in all of that. And that's, that's, again, comes back to how are each one of us managing our, our fears on the daily. How do you, um, you said something earlier that I want to, I want to hit on was yeah. how do you keep, how do you personally keep your vibration high to stay out of the, the low vibrational yeah. fear energy? So that's, so it starts and that's, this is a, a great question because, you know, the morning routine being everybody's got their morning routine, right? Yeah. Well, I have a specific well, I don't morning know. routine. I don't know. No, I maybe think, not. I think a lot of people just like fly out of bed in like total chaos and don't know what yes. to do. You okay. Know? Yeah, that's very true. So it was broken down very simply for me years ago and it made sense to me and it clicked and I've been on that, this path the whole time. When your computer, your brain starts to starts to come back from your dream state, which is an entirely other reality and an entire another conversation we can get into that I believe that that reality exists parallel to the one we're living. But when this conscious mind starts to boot up in the morning, most of the time you're right. We what do we do? We the eyes either open up or they stay closed, but you're, you start to reach for what's familiar. Your conscious mind goes, okay, where are we? Where are we? We're in our bed. Where are we? Okay. My, my desk is over here. My phone is right here. In fact, let me pick up my phone. Let me look at it. Okay. Yeah. Right yeah. then. I mean, if I grab my phone and I look at it, I'm, I'm done. I'm in done. a reactive state already. Right. Done. You, don't, you don't even need to turn it on. I'm uh, you're done. Your brain is now reactive. Things are coming at me. 
and I'm being influenced by that. Even the time, oh shit, I slept in, and that whole yep, yep. thought. Okay, so I, what what I started doing was literally alarm goes off, and I started using an alarm that wasn't my phone. So I got that at the beginning. So I so I didn't have the the, the trigger to want to look. I get up. I go straight to the kitchen, I drink a glass of water, I mm. sit my ass down in a chair, I put my headphones in, uh, I put on music that's gonna emotionally start to tr trigger um, images in my mind to come up. So now I'm visualizing and I'm having an emotional reaction to sound I that's that. causing me to think, that's causing me to think about my, my, my goals, desires, dreams, all this stuff that I say, my conscious mind goes, yeah, but that hasn't happened yet. It, well, for this 10 minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, it's happened. And not only has it happened, I'm standing in the aftermath of it all. So my world now, all of the things that I'm saying that I would like to accomplish, they're, they're done. And, and now I'm emotionally like, how do I move through the world in that? And this is a whole other reality in my mind that I'm creating. And that's, you know, from sport athletes that. know this well, right? The visualization. We're so all key. really key, right? And I get up and I do that and I go directly into a walk, directly into some movement. Recently, it's been Qigong, which I love the practice nice. of Qigong just from an energetic standpoint. And then, and then I let it go. I, I, I'll journal. At the beginning, I would journal and some days still do. Um, uh, three things I keep it simple three things I'm grateful for nice. that's it and that's scientifically been proven by uh, I'm spacing on his name um, he's, he's not uh, the, uh, forget his name um, uh, but he said as there was a he did a test he said in the most depressed people he just had them wake up whenever they woke up go to a computer and they had multiple choice or uh, they had uh, to just type out three things that they were grateful for and then do and then drop it and leave it. And after like a six week period, even the people that were depressed, what they said they were depressed while sleeping. <laughs> right. Yeah. Said that they had glimpses of hope. They had glimpses of, Oh, I'm actually, you know, I can see the positive side of it. So just by writing three things down that you're grateful for, whether it's in the moment or something in the future. Great. Now that's the morning routine and everyone goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can wrap my mind around that. Now, here's where it gets lost because we go through the day, right? And we get fucking sucker punched. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With life. <laughs> what I found, you know what I'm saying? Like, You're totally. What, right? I, what I found as I moved through this one technique that I, I, I swear by it, it takes 60 seconds, but every single transition that I make throughout the day, whether that's going, getting into the car from out of the house or getting out of the car wherever I'm going, let's say the grocery store. I pause and I, again, I always have headphones with me because I want to be emotionally um, triggered uh, for mm. the good. Mm -hmm. So I have this positive, this positive soundtrack. What is it? Can I? It, yeah, it, it, it varies from different artists. Okay. Um, and I can send you a few. Um, yeah, well, there's so many. We'll share. You can, you we'll can share. give me your playlist and I'll share it on the episode so people can check it out. Okay, I don't know if I have a playlist actually made, but I, I'll give artists name that, uh, that I find helpful. And the key behind this, I wouldn't call it, this is where I get a little, uh, 
I wouldn't call it music per se, although it is. Uh-huh. Um, it's mostly sound, right? Yeah. And this goes yeah. back to sound being everything and frequencies is it, vibrating. Is it the yeah, um, solfeggio frequencies or the binaural beats? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is. Yeah, um, I listen to those every day too. See, so you got it. You already know, Amazing. right? Amazing, bro. Right? But keep going. So you, so you keep headphones around you to help you transition time. through each moment in your day. Yes. And so this technique, which takes 60 seconds, you can do it for more than that, but usually transition time, I put those in, I got the music, I cue it up, boom, I play it. I'm usually, if I'm in the car, I'm either listening to them already or I'm listening to an audio. I'm, I, I wanted, I kind of went extreme for years on this and I still do. I wanted to see what if I went through the whole day and was feeling my brain the entire day with no garbage, just all useful information, right? What if I maxed it out? What if I did what we did while we were <laughs> playing and that was all that existed, right? And that's all I did was fill in, fill in knowledge, 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 uh-huh. okay? Soon enough, good stuff's gonna come out. But back to the technique, the technique, 60 seconds, I sit there, I close my eyes, I'm in the car, let's say, I lean back, and I, it's breath work. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, it's breath work. I take a deep breath in, and as I exhale, either in my mind or I do this out loud just because of the vibration, I say release. On the exhale, I say release. Inhale, mm. exhale, release. And I'm releasing anything that's not serving me. I'm releasing, especially if I've had a triggering moment, um, I'm releasing that with my breath, in that sound, in that vibration, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I take a moment at the end of that 60 seconds to remember what I started my day with, whatever that vision was, whatever that image was, whatever that was, even if it's just my daughter or my wife or something that literally like gratitude, like yeah. I can feel it in my heart. And I do that all throughout the day. And not only that, between the transitions, you'll notice how many there are during the day too, once you start to actually do this, you're now forcing yourself to be present more time than you are thinking about oh shit, the future, oh, I should have done this in the past. Oh, what an asshole, I didn't call this person back. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> yeah, a million things. So now, now you say, like people say, yeah, but it doesn't feel, um, I feel like I'm lying to myself when I do these sort of things. I feel like, hey, what's up? What's... Ah, sorry, I'm... It's all good, man. Taking a pause, y'all. I got that one. I'm going to finish this. Okay. Thank you. Um, the, um, so people, people say, because oh, yeah. when you start to, say, when you start to say that these are some practices you can incorporate to uh, yeah. bring peace to your mind. People say, Oh, I, I just, I don't believe it. I don't feel it. I don't, Etc. Okay, there we go. Okay, back. Um, yes, etc. So, so yeah. So people will say, yeah, but if I feel kind of like a phony when I'm doing these right. things at first, right? A little bit of a phony doesn't feel like me. Well, that me that you're referring to, right, is doing that, or the conscious mind. The conscious mind for me, and everything I've studied and learned, and I continue to learn about it, it just wants to stay the course. It doesn't care if the course is not good for you. It doesn't care that the course may be causing you pain and, and oh. stress and fear. It wants to stay status quo at any cost. And it's a survival mechanism. I get it. 
at a time when right at a time when we needed it like if you and i were now we're living in the in nature right and wow i need to be concerned about my past experience if i walked around a corner and there was uh, you know something hiding in the bushes yeah i need to know that so I, I can go around and change my direction but it's not useful now because the powers that be now the higher ups the black ops as far as government goes and all that stuff they know these tricks and they use them in everything that most everything that we consume yeah right so we're now triggered and wired by an image like again it goes back if i wake up and i i'm hit with this notification that i haven't turned off on my phone like eat more of this and you'll be you know six pack abs i i'm and now i'm in a right now i'm in a spin cycle downwards of like why my why i'm so terrible yeah right so so when i when people say this feels phony i go okay it's going to that's the process mm. but do you really want to continue down the way that you've been experiencing life or are you really serious about change yeah are you really serious about wanting to do this with your life because if you are let's go yeah it's like, time. that's how i take it is it's time let's go and there it's yeah, dude there it's not like you reach a point and this is where i struggled in the beginning like over a decade ago with meditation and, and staying present and was like the ultimate goal is to reach this enlightened state Wow, dude, no, the, the, the goal, stay present and get to know yourself so well that yes. nothing and no one from outside of you can, can touch you as yes. far as like, you know, I don't know if that came across here. Oh, <laughs> totally, dude, that was perfectly said, man. Perfectly said. Yeah, dude, um, get to know yourself so well that you cannot be influenced by outside forces, whatever it may be, you know? Mm. And yeah. to your point, it's so interesting, you know, if you spend any time watching television and you watch advertisements, all of it is about what you need to make your life perfect. And how if you don't have this thing, or if you're not doing this, or you don't have X, Y, Z, you're not living correctly. You know, and what, right. you know, you know and, and, and it's part of this thing that has continued to come up for me too in this time is, you know, how much we've taken life for granted. We've taken oh, life wow. for granted so far that we don't even, we can't see through the veil of this conditioning that we're receiving, that we are not well as we are. Yep. You yep. know, you are not. You are not whole unless you consume and buy and take in all of this stuff. Oh, you know? yeah. So well said. It's so well said. And, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about it. I studied with him. For, I love for Joe. Bit, and isn't he great? He puts, he makes it really clear and very simple, right? Like yeah. about the conditioning aspects and who we believe ourselves to be, right? That false, that false sense of, I am this, this, this. Why? Because, well, my occupation tells me so. Um, people around me tell me so. And when I consume, I'm actually concerned more about what people, the image that I'm portraying, than that's why a car or a new house yeah. or a new, you know, after a couple years or a couple months, you go, well, what's the next thing? I'm filling this vacuous void, this, this never-ending void. Yeah. That, and I decided, I said, I don't want to get to the end of my life and look back and go, 
I was just constant consumption <laughs> and worried about other people. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because you and I both yeah. do. I, I don't know. I, I can I can only I can only guess or I speak for myself and I would imagine, you know, most athletes or most people that, that have lived for their career, that's the identity. Yeah. You you know that after that's done with that the false veil that's been lifted because you're you you live it, you experience it, and you go like holy fuck, that 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 wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't me. That's such a blessing, I, I feel like coming out of my pro sports career is mm. to have had that realization so young that, you know, I was doing this thing and in the time uh, I was doing it, I so wholeheartedly believed that it was everything I ever wanted and it was everything yeah. I wanted to do. And then looking back, I realized, wow, I was really actually doing all of that for other people, for the rest of the world to see how big and tough and to prove myself to everyone yeah. else. You know, yeah. I wasn't doing it because I loved it. I wasn't doing, and that's, that's kind of the next step. It's like, when you're living your life, are you living your life based on what your heart is calling you to do, what your soul is speaking to you yeah. to do, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it, it's difficult to find your way through that in Western conditioning, mm. you know, because we're taught, oh, well, you, you go to high school, you graduate high school, you get a high school diploma, then you go to college, you study something, you get a, a, a degree from a college, and then you go and you get a career, and then you make money, yeah. and then you buy a house, and you start a family, and you buy the cars, and you have the stuff, and... Now you're a success. Now you're a person. You know, uh, it's just like, it's failing people, man. It's failing people. People are getting, a hundred percent. People are getting to that point and going like, well, what's, what was the purpose of all this? Yeah. <laughs> it's never ending. Point? It's never ending. And I think it's really, I mean, the blessing, I mean, this pandemic is, is terrible there's there is a, a blessing in it that again like we we touched on at the beginning that the system that has created this they know all of these ancient secrets right they know all of these ancient the yeah. truth about how to create the best uh robot or or worker bee right yeah. they know how to do that so if that's the case then we can still if we're in the matrix then we can learn the rules of that game and also yep. play that game. Right? Totally, man. This this power, this this power that we all have and that we have been conditioned to believe doesn't exist. It's outside. Somebody else is gonna do it. Somebody else is gonna um, provide for me. Somebody else is gonna show me the way. Somebody else is gonna tell me how to think and how to eat yeah. and how to walk and how to talk and blah 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 blah. What if that was taken back. There's a reason why all this stuff exists around. And it's become so clear in these last four months of like, wow, if we all just little by little by little take back the power that we've been freely giving away, yes. the whole world changes to whatever we want. But you have people are crippled by fear. And yes. that's why I think like it's, it's an unfortunate thing. I don't know if change is going to come. I hope it does. But we need a lot more people that understand the nature of how this game is played so we can have, I mean, we're in it. There's, we still need a lot of great 
like-minded individuals who have a lot of money and who are willing to go up against the dark that's also coming at us with a lot of money. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. where I get my head. I gets a little bit. Um, well, I like I don't know. I don't know. There's a massive reckoning coming, dude. Energetically, you know. Oh yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know the spirit of everything, the universe, the energy, it can only be, we're so far out of balance. I'm reading a couple books right now that are absolutely mind blowing. One of them is this book called Right Use of Will. Have you heard of this book? It's, I've heard of it. I haven't read it. I borrowed it from my brother. I don't know where it came from. It's, it's a small book that's part of a trilogy and it's basically this woman in New Mexico channeled this whole thing from God or spirit. And so this whole book is God talking yeah. about what's happening. And this book probably came out in like the mid eighties. Um, and it's all about how human beings free will has been completely bastardized and disrupted because of denial and judgment, denying ourselves, denying others, judging ourselves and judging others to the point where our, our free will, which is sort of the, the gravitational force, if you will, that spirit Mm -hmm. operates in the physical realm under has just become like an abused child. So we don't even know what our free will is anymore. So this imbalance that we've created for ourselves through denial and through judgment is is going to be rectified very soon. And it's happened throughout the ages. You know, Atlantis was destroyed. Uh, the Greek Empire was destroyed. The Roman Empire was destroyed. All the great civilizations throughout history destroy themselves. They implode because the elites, the powers that be, they have this innate sort of disturbance of their psychology that they believe that they're here to control and manipulate all the underlings, the, the less fortunate beings. And we're seeing that now with all of these weird restrictions that have nothing to do with anything statistical or factual about what's happening. That's right. You know, and so I I was talking to a buddy the other day who uh, he does Kung Fu. And Mm -hmm. he said he was telling me about what his Kung Fu master, who's like a many, many generational Chinese Kung Fu master this dude. And he said that money's been talking big shit for a long time. And now energy is going to start talking fucking really big time. God, that just, you know, and you can see it, you know, you can see it with the, you know, the disillusion and the, how we're seeing from our medical establishment to our government policies to this awakening around racial injustice, social injustice, and, um, you know, the just police brutality, 
and how literally our our uh, judiciary system and our lawmakers and the politicians who you would think would have a balanced view of things are completely showing us their cards in that they are uh, total in total compliance with the violence against in particular the black community, you know, as we've seen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no doubt you know, with the George Floyd thing where we've got video footage of this, you know, police snuffing out this guy's life over nine mm. minutes. Mm. And we've got district attorneys and, uh, and attorney attorneys of the state saying that there isn't enough evidence to, you know, bring these guys to arrest these police officers. Yes. You're like, what am it's I looking shame. at? What am I missing? What? You know? It's you. You hit it right on the head. It's it's very clear now that there are very few distractions for the majority of society because of the closures. It's right in front of our faces. Yeah, literally. Right and I think that's face. why, right, the, the, the uprising, as far as the uh, the movement, right, and, and the, the marches and the um, we're not. This isn't just going to go away. I think it, it, it's directly in line with having the time now and not worrying or having the fear of, because if what the rush to reopen, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's so clear what's being done. We got our economy is failing. We need to rush to reopen. Why do we need to rush to reopen? It's not safe. Well, because we need more money into the system for the city, for the nation, for the world. Well, why is that important right now? People are dying. Well, we just need more money, right? We just need more money. We can't take care of you when you're not working and being good worker bees. Yeah. So, I mean, I even had like, we're, we, so what are we saying energetically? We're saying business trumps actual life. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's very simple. Yeah. It, it's very simple. One of the jobs, one of the, the jobs that, that I had, they were like, we're going to reopen. I said, I can't come back. And they said, well, we got to do it or we're going to go out of business. I said, well, you should probably go out of business then. <laughs> it's okay. Right? You're not the only one going through it. And I, and I feel I, I, it's a very, um, you know, and a lot of people listening may say like, well, that's not fair. And I agree. Like, it, it's not fair across the board for a lot of people. But listen to what we're saying is not fair. We're in a backwards system, an upside down system that has said money is going to be um, – uh, is going to outweigh human life uh, and the ability to take care of each other and for um, equality and for justice and for all these things. But you know what? You, you should get back to work, whatever that means, right? Instead of actually of, of turning inwards, let's not get to know ourselves any better. Let's keep distracted. Yeah. Let's stay distracted. Let's not take a look at what the uh, real issues are. I don't know. It's, it's, it's become very... No, it's at interesting, all. man. At all. So, in in navigating through all of that, um, like it's a full day, as you, as you know, right? It's a full day of just attempting to be as conscious as possible, as mindful as possible, as in the moment as possible, and you using that simple tool, that sixty second breathing in and out tool of release uh, in the transitions, and then as it gets somewhere in the afternoon or the evening time, there's another deep, deep, deep 
meditation I go into, it's with, um, I don't know if you heard of it, a company called Hemisync. What's it called? What's it called? It's called, uh, the, the company is called um, Hemisync. And it was created by uh, this doctor named Robert Monroe. I, I want to say back in the 80s, maybe the 70s. But he was having this, this doctor, this, he was not at all about the, you know, meditation, let alone traveling outside of his body, astral projecting and all this stuff. But he was having these moments of astral projecting and he couldn't explain it. So he created the Robert Monroe Institute and where he and mm. he took in, you know, a handful of other biologists, researchers, scientists, and they practiced, they built these these chambers that were soundproof that they could only get in the sounds that they wanted to get into their frequency wise and what effect that would have over long periods of time on your brain um and if you stayed in it for you know 30 minutes hours um where would you go what what, what were he wanted to find out what were these other realities that we experienced when in these states these meditative states love that and so he created this actual a whole a systematic approach of we're going to do it's, it involves hypnosis it involves visualization it involves a whole a bunch of things where you're guided through and by the time that you're actually halfway through you're in an entirely different realm yeah of of existence um where there is no time there is no space there's just you and you're thinking you're like you're lucid your yeah. body's asleep but your brain is 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 on fire both yeah. sides coherently right not yeah. just the, the logic and the, the you know it's the masculine and the feminine the logic and the creative they're working together and so you end up in this space where wow once you get used to being there you start to get curious okay if i have a specific intention in mind can i actually what are the limitations of this space if there are any and it's been a really interesting experience. And now it's the lines sort of blurring. Like when I come back into this reality, the one that you and I are talking on right now, the one that I was in, it seems less of, oh, just a dream state. Mm. You know what I mean? It's less concrete. Of, less concrete. But and, that's part of our conditioning, you know, that that's right. not real or that's less real. Or that's less imaginary, real. Exactly. you know? Right. But that's yeah. just as real. The invisible universe. The unseen. The unseen. How do we know? Like, how... Somebody says, well, that's not possible. And I go, like, well, yeah. the, the, the only reason... What, and this is all, all the research. And I know you've done a bunch of research on the brain and how it works, right? Like, what I find fascinating is that the brain ultimately just goes like this. Think of the brain, dude. It's in a... <laughs> It's in a dark, it's pitch black in there right now. It's pitch black. So it goes, it says to all the senses, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, everything, go out, get me information, bring it back. I'm going to figure out how yeah. to project a movie on the back of your skull here so that you can now put together what this light is or this picture behind me. Yeah. But dude, that is there because I see it. But yeah. When I don't see it, is it actually there? Like, does a tree make a sound in the forest if it falls if I'm not there, right? Only so if, only if there is an ear, uh, an ear canal to receive the vibration of. <laughs> right, like the split particle 
um, tests that they did, right? Why would, when I look at this particle going through these slits, it, the, it literally changes are you talking about? Will, are you talking about the double slit theory, looking at yes. sunlight, the wave and particle? Yes. Yeah. The wave and particle changing based upon if someone's looking at it or not, if there's consciousness directed towards yeah. it or not. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. That's a pretty concrete proof that, okay, so what I think actually, or my consciousness directed towards something has an effect, yeah. like a vibrational effect on what makes it. It, it that's quantum physics. Yes. Like there, yes. there is no particle until you go to measure it. Basically. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But what's wild is to think, even just consciously right now, thinking, okay, I can't see behind me. Does it actually exist or is it just, you know what I mean? Um, Dude, that's totally. a tough one for for a lot of people to grasp because they're like, well, of course it exists. How do you know it exists? Well, because I see it. Well, you know, you don't right now. They're like, well, I, if you're telling that to them, I see it behind you. Yeah, but your eyes are facing that direction. Of course you see it, right? Yeah. So I, these, these and bigger questions and they keep coming up and I, I continually am expanding um, the depth of these questions and shifting this whole and some interesting stuff has been happening as a result as far as like what is changing in the external my external reality as a result of my shifting perspective completely on yeah um what i think how i feel consistently on a daily basis and this goes back to the daily routine yes it's really hard for somebody that's just starting out to say like well that's great grant but um I'm really happy that you're at that place. <laughs> how, if I'm just starting, how do I do it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you start I by, you start, how do you start? How does anyone start? You start by putting your phone down. Yeah. You start by turning yes. the TV off. You start by sitting quietly with yourself. Mm -hmm. You start by, you know, being mindful about the foods you're eating. And, yeah. and, and feeling, you know, I did a podcast. I, I do a couple, I, in between these great interviews, I'll throw in some solo pods where I'll just kind of riff oh, on my it. own philosophies on yeah. meditation, on nutrition. So yesterday I talked about nutrition and, you know, I'm not really an advocate for any way of eating one way or another. I don't believe that yeah. there's one specific plan that works for everybody. You know, but what I do believe in 1000% is absolutely food is the number one drug. It's the one thing that has probably a greater effect on our overall well-being than maybe anything else we can do. Yep. So then from there, what can you do? You can literally just, just be mindful of, okay, whatever it is I'm eating. All right. I went to McDonald's today and I got a Big Mac. Yeah. I'm eating yeah. the Big Mac. How do I feel 30 minutes after? How do I feel the next day? Massive. Just take note of it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. you'll see, you'll begin to see, oh, I, I'm, I feel shitty. I feel depressed. I feel low energy. I feel uh, maybe a heightened sense of anxiety. I feel a little sluggish, yeah. et cetera. You know, yeah. and you'll start to notice these things. That's you know? so well said. And, I mean, we don't have to... You know, because guys like you and I, sort of by nature of necessity, 
in some senses, had to go on this deep healing journey, you know, because of mm. what we did to our physical bodies, you know, yeah. in, a, in, a vi in one of the most violent, high contact sports the world has ever seen, football, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. So we were sort of jettisoned into, well, how does this body really work? How does this thing work? How does, you know, because there's more going on than just like my physical body. There's what's happening in, in my mind. I have all of these emotions and feelings and, and senses outside yeah. of that. How do I make sense right. of it? You know, but and the biocentrism, it it's so funny, dude. I've been having all of these synchronicities pop up and you're talking about what you were just talking about is biocentrism by this yeah. guy, Robert Lanza. And he yeah. wrote a book about it and there's, he has some great talks about it too. But what you were just saying, you know, we think that we see our eyes are like portals to this outside world, but really we're not seeing <laughs> shit. We're, <laughs> our brain is taking all of this information and creating this. Yes. Like, this yes. isn't real. You know what, Evan, it's, it's a, you are seeing and what I'm seeing is exactly what my brain needs it to see to make sense of, of, of the current situation, mm -hmm. the, right? Like that's the, that's, that's what's known, right? Because if the brain didn't have, and there's been studies on this as well, if the brain didn't have an understanding of what it was looking at, it would put something there that you or I understood, right? So say, let's say an extra, an ET comes down, extraterrestrial comes down, lands, yeah. it's in this, it's in something we've never seen before. So our eyes go, you know what? I'm just going to put, okay, Elvis, poof. Now you're looking at Elvis, right? Yeah. Or something that makes yeah. sense to your brain so you don't have a fucking nervous breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Right? So. Well, as a yogi. Yeah. You know, the, I believe the, the fundamental principle of yogic philosophy is to mm -hmm. constantly come back to this, the center point being, I know nothing. Yeah, oh my God. Right? Yes. Uh, uh, over... Uh, infinite percentage right and the moments and, I, and and this is through trial and error too the moment that i thought i really had something figured out and i thought i was really fucking an expert on it right like something universally happens where it goes dude you, you don't know anything yeah. so this this great subconscious mind teacher his name's john keogh he's based out of vancouver canada um, oh yeah studied, you know john keogh he does Rob, a lot with aliens right um he might I, I haven't heard. I've just dealt with him on his, um, he has a, he wrote a book back in, I want to say like the eighties or even the late seventies called mind power. Okay. It was all about the connection and correlation between the conscious mind and subconscious mind and our reality. Right. And if you can learn to take back control of your mind, which I mean, Eckhart Tolle, I love his quote. I repeat it often. He said, you are not your mind and mm. a million other people as well do. So powerful. It really begins so powerful because it makes sense. That internal dialogue of telling you day in, day out, this is who you are. This is, um, 
these are the thoughts you have. This is, you know, and then Joe Dispenza said, this becomes the solidity of this is who I am because. Yeah. And it's very solid. He breaks it down and says, well, what if you took back control and you told your, you directed your conscious mind to continually send these messages through affirmations, through visualizations to your subconscious? The subconscious just being a tape recorder that the conscious mind delivers information to all day, every day, all day, every day, all day, every day, whether we're aware or not. And if I say, hey, conscious mind, I need you to direct this new belief to the subconscious. And this conscious mind goes, resist at first, right? It says, no, says, I, I, that's not what we're doing. We normally do this. This is what you do every morning. We're normally doing this. And you say, no, this is what we're doing. This is where people get stuck and they go like, yeah, it's just not for me. Or yeah, no, I yeah. just can't seem to get up, right? Because it's going against what you normally do. And when you, when you consistently do it enough and you break that cycle, you realize, holy fuck, I actually am what I tell myself every single day. Yeah. I am what I feel, yeah. more importantly, every single day. So he, his, um, John Keogh's work on the subconscious really got me into this idea or, or really changed my perspective because once I was able to control my mind again, have um, through consistency and through the affirmations and visualizations he provided and, you know, now doing it consistently you know, for, for years now, uh, you, you let go. The, the conscious mind eventually just says, I guess you're not going to stop doing this. I, I'm going to help you out. And yeah. it really does. It yeah. flips the script. And now I have the capability of leading from the heart, which if you, if you right off the bat say to somebody, well, you got to just, you know, meditate and live and, and breathe from your heart. You will be like, fuck you. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. For most people, uh, males included, like just uh, give me something tangible. Right. And yeah. so, I found for me, the key was I, if I can control my mind and my thoughts, then I can control my emotions. And when I can control my emotions based on what those thoughts are daily, now, whoa, wow, the, the, the actions I'm taking daily, the synchronicities that are happening around me that I noticed, like, dude, even our paths crossing. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I have no doubt because of what you've been doing and the work you've been doing and the work I've been doing, like, I don't know, like, dude, you're literally, I could throw a, a rock and I hit your house. You know I what I'm saying? It. Like, yeah. it's, it's a trip to think that two years ago, or three years ago, it was that, like I was in, we were up in Vancouver and, and then for a year and a half now, you've been down the street and, we just, yeah. <laughs> and just realized it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, not a big synchronicity, but still synchronicity of energy attracting like energy. Um, Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, there's, it's, it's, the whole point, though, and the whole, I think, the depth behind all this and when it comes to um, the consistency, you have to really know, know the person that wants to change and say they want to change. You really have to just know, like, I, I want to do this, and here's the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. And the specificity of it. If you just have, like, it's, it's like somebody saying, like, I don't know if you experienced this after your, your career in, uh, in, in football. But I would always, I would have so many people come up and be like, hey, do you think I could play in the NFL? <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Did you really want to? Like, you know what I mean? And it wasn't yeah. be like, hey, do you think I can make it? I don't know. Yeah. I know at eight years old, I made a choice that I was going to do that. Right. And here's why. And because I wanted my life. father back home. 
your whole life became that. That was it. Blinders, right? And and so it's a similar thing. It's no different. People go like, well, why do you want to meditate? Well, I just want to feel, um, I want to have more money or I want to do this or that. It has to be so strong that there's not a, and this is another thing, powerful point is, when we affirm as human beings, we've been conditioned to do it from a standpoint of begging. You have all most, you know, I'm on my knees. I'm looking up. Please, mm. please, 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 mm. please make this happen. I wish, 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 wish this happened. And um, instead of from the stance of, no, this, uh, this is happening. Yeah. Right now, yeah. this is happening. Yeah. And, you're, yeah. And, and, and I'm going to bend this, the law of attraction, like, you know, the secret kind of mucked it up, man, because it made it so, um, all these falsities where I can think it, think of a bicycle and a bicycle will appear. Uh, and it's like, well, there's a little bit more to it than that. Right. Right. Um, well, that's sort of the, that's like the, you know, um, that's almost the dark brotherhood making it yes. even yeah. more inaccessible in a way because they're dumbing it down to this hundred percent, you know, they're dumbing, they're dumbing down visualization and manifestation to a point where the common man can go, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> that, you know, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 dude, this is all that there is. Yeah. What, what I think, what rang true to me and, and, and what I think people don't realize is that what we're experiencing every single day in our life, from the external, what our eyes see, what our ears hear, and what we, where we are, is a direct, direct reflection of what we're experiencing inside every single day. Thoughts, yeah. emotions, right? Yep. If that's yeah. the case, and, and for anyone that doesn't believe, if that's the case, okay, so let's pretend that's the case, then I have all the control of what goes on the majority of the time, right? <laughs> yep. So what if I was to structure my days that I was constantly thinking these powerful thoughts and feeling the emotions that came with me. What if? And so essentially that was the experiment that I took on of now going on three years of like energetically standpoint, um, happiness standpoint, confidence standpoint, um, uh, you name it across the board or just the entire spectrum. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that every day's fucking perfect. That's no. not the whole thing. No. But I do know now that I have tools, there are tools out there, if you are seeking for them, um, where you can literally conquer your fears when you start. You can have an understanding of why you're doing what you're doing before you actually take action, before you respond to somebody, before you react, before you pick up your phone in the morning, before you play constant music. Uh, we don't even realize the music we're listening to about yeah. How I'm sad because of a breakup. I'm feeling really lonely right now. You know, think of all the songs that are on the radio. They're great music, but it's like a, a, a book of a depressed person. <laughs> you know what I'm totally. saying? Yeah, so, man. Okay, if I'm taking in all this negativity, like I hear it in cars behind and around, you know, with the big systems and it's, you know, the whatever music is playing, the message very rarely is about joy and happiness and living to your fullest, right? Yeah. So I said, what if I replaced that with tones and sounds 
and, and, and synthesizers that actually invoke feelings in me that say, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm lifting my vibration up for satirical. Yeah. And what if that was day and day out, 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 day and day out. And it's not even a half a month now, day and day out, right? Like, so. Well, it takes, you know, it takes vigilance, man. And it takes discipline. The darkness is unrelenting. So the light has to be unrelenting. You know, you said it, brother, you said it, that discipline between discipline and the surrender, right? Is that special? Yeah. You had a great, (laughs) you had a great post the other day and and we'll wrap up here because I know you got to roll with the fam, but, um, and then next conversation, we'll have to dive deeper into aliens, et cetera. But this was pretty awesome. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, Um, uh, you had a great post the other day about discipline. Was it discipline surrender? And in the middle is flow. That's it, right? So powerful, man. Wow. You know it all too well, right? You know it all too well. Like when you're in that zone, when there's no thought, no time, no space, you're just, you're, 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 your response is, is that, 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 that being right in the present. And I guess, I don't yes. you know what, I, that is what for me is, is all about is, you know, that the constantly staying present, constantly staying present, constantly staying present. That's what it's about, is you don't think about, I need to stay present, I'm just there. Yep. It's minute. And there's no sense of time, no sense of space, no sense of this. And you're like, that's not reality. And it's like, well, what is reality? It's, it's yeah. subjective to the user. That is reality, oh. dude. Right. You know? You've <laughs> yeah. just been, you've been tricked that reality is being in the rat race and striving yes, to right. consume more and more shit. That you don't yeah, need. No doubt. That's right. Filling that vacuous, that that that, that infinite void, right? Yeah, man. Oh it's never man. Ending. Well, never Grant, ending, but... dude, this hey. was so fun, and you're the man, and I, I just, I love you hey. like a brother. You're, you guys. I don't know what your vibe is, but you know, we're totally down to have you guys over for a barbecue. Anytime. Oh. That would be great. And likewise, dude, we will, we'll do it. Let's, um, I'll shoot you a text after this and we'll figure it out because that would be great. Well, regardless of how it's done. Just, yeah. And I love you. I love you too, man. I'm serious. Just like, just like one of my brothers, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I really appreciate, uh, being able to, uh, first of all, just being on here and just chatting it up with you, but, uh, dude, your, your, your energy and your life, it's, it's powerful. Man. You're, you're helping so many thanks man. so many people yeah so are you man i'm 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 bowing to you brother yeah the world needs it dude (laughs) hey uh do you want to just shout out where everybody can follow you and and stay in touch with you yeah just uh on instagram at grant matos and uh website just went up grantmatos.com it's got some uh, guided meditations on there uh, free guided meditations yeah and some uh some uh, blog posts that once a week you just put something on, whether it's how to deal with you know bad days or how to start new routines. Just really um, direct information you can use in your everyday life. Uh, I love that, dude. That's so yeah. awesome. Uh, <laughs> All right, my brother. All right, my brother. We'll have love an you, man. excellent day. You too. Thank you, dude. I'll talk to you soon. 
Okay. See you, Evan.